Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's program was brought to you by Eating Tools, unique handmade eating and cooking tools. For more information, visit eatingtools.com. I'm Laura Stanley, host of Inside School Food. You are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. On Heritage Radio Network, I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfs in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and I would love it if you would send your questions to JolieCare at gmail.com. My guest today is my friend and fellow Rax columnist, Carly Weisel. Hi, Carly. Hi. Carly writes about exercise, womanhood, and Disney parks. <laughs> normal. A yeah. normal resume. Yeah. I think it actually might be more normal than my resume. That, I mean, mm. you use the word barfed regularly in conversation now I do. because of your book. So I do. definitely more normal than you, but yeah. not most. No, not, neither of us are particularly normal, which is part <laughs> of why she's here today because she's going to be not normal with me. Uh, we're going to be talking about two of her, her three subjects that she writes about today, exercise and womanhood, uh, as we tackle everything about the do's and don'ts of laundering workout gear, dealing with inevitable smells, and ensuring nope. that your yoga pants enjoy a nice long life because yoga pants are expensive i know and i hate buying new workout clothes it is terrible buying new workout clothes i i resent it if i buy mm-hmm. cute workout clothes because i like cute workout clothes because it makes me feel better yeah but i still somehow resent it i have to be emotionally invested because you're really like regular clothes you just wear out you don't really see when you wear workout clothes you're staring at yourself in a mirror for an hour often right. And you're staring at you're staring at odd body parts that you don't normally look at because oh, you're yeah. bending yourself into all kinds of weird positions. Oh too. yeah, like uh, I discovered I have saddlebags now, oh, which is fun. No, you don't. I'm oh, looking I, at you because I'm wearing jeans. But when you wear, oh, they're holding them clothes. in. Yeah. Nah. All right. Well, listen. You're a pear shape, and I'm an apple shape, so we could debate all the live long day, which is better or worse. I say apples worse. I say we make a wonderful fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so we are going to talk about, uh, we're going to start with the basics of washing your gym gear. We're yes. just going to devote the first segment to like the best practices, uh, whether you wear nylon running shorts, expensive Lululemon pants, old t-shirts for fraternity parties, ain't no shame in that game. Um, and then in the second segment, we are going to tackle... The issue of what to do with your gym clothes in between the day on which you've worn them and the day on which you're going to launder them. Yes. I will I will say it's vexing to it's, me. There is no one correct There's answer. There's no great answer, but Carly and I are going to talk about some potential answers. Yeah. So that's our plan 
for this episode today. And I'm also hoping that Carly's going to tell us what the best brands of workout gear are because she does a lot of thinking about athleisure. She does a lot of wearing of athleisure. Yes. Um, so we're hoping we're gonna we're gonna pepper that conversation. Actually, let me ask you what since we just brought it up, let yeah. me just ask you what what are your three favorite brands? I'm not even gonna make you pick a first okay. a favorite one. So see um, how nice I am? You're so great. Yeah. Um so for leggings, I'm very particular. Okay. Uh, my favorite legging brand, I would say generally speaking, is Lululemon. Okay. Because they do have different types that are specific for like sweating a ton okay they they just redid their product line about four months ago i want to say mm-hmm. where you know if you haven't been to lululemon in a while you probably remember the leggings bar which is like an irritating name for just the cubbies where they hold leggings yeah and now they've rearranged it where it's sorted by how it holds your body oh so it's sorted by like looser like like mom yoga pants you know where it's like a slight bell bottom and they're baggy mm-hmm all the way to like the tightest, most compressed feel you can get. Okay. And what, what, why would you wear one style versus another? Just sort of the basics. I think in general they did that because people were like, these are so tight and they okay. couldn't figure it out. But some of them that are on the tighter side are like compression leggings and they use a special, um, a special Lululemon fabric that really wicks sweat away better than anything else I've ever used. Okay. So that's what you would wear, let's say, when you're, when you're sweating running or if you're going to go to a spin class where you're going to sweat yes um i also i'm going to circle back i'm going to give you a little time to think about this but i want you to talk about which types of classes and exercise are the sweatiest down to the least sweatiest because i think that that's like an interesting thing and i should i should add so i you know i i said carly writes about exercise carly specifically writes about exercise for racked so she and i actually have um a kind of interesting like mirror of what we both do for Racked. So I write about yeah. cleaning for Racked with an eye towards fashion. And Carly writes about exercise for Racked with an eye towards fashion and trends. So she yeah. writes about every every kind of class you could imagine. She'll go and take and write about what that experience was like. Um, so she is an expert in, in every kind of class. And you're about to go on a... Uh, Zumba cruise? Yeah, do we have any like fun parade sound effects? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the head exploding. That's the best I got. Sorry. Thanks. It's going to be a live action battleship game. Um, Yes, I'm about to embark on Zumba cruise, which is, I mean, I was already, before we started, we were talking about how to wash things in a cruise bathroom because we're exercising twice a day. Like things are going to get intense. I have to imagine, I feel like maybe you should look into this. I have to imagine that. For a Zumba cruise, they offer some kind of special laundering services. They do, but, and this is going to loop back to what we're talking about. I know. I don't let anyone else touch my laundry unless it's dry cleaning. I already, I already knew what she was going to say. She, yeah. Carly is, is very, very fussy about her laundry, which is one of the reasons we get along so well. Yeah. I'm very fussy about my laundry, too. Um, so, okay. So let's let's talk about sort of the, the basics of... Wait, uh, do you want to know my other two favorites? Oh, wait, brands? I want to know your other favorites. Okay, so Lululemon, great for leggings. Great for leggings. Um, okay. Sweaty Betty, which is a British-based company. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a woman-owned company, which I really like. Woo! Um, they're expanding in the U.S. rapidly. You can get 20% off if you sign up for their catalogs, but 10% off if you sign up on the website. I, I don't know. But they have very high-quality design. So they're very thoughtful in their design. Okay. The, the fabrics can be thicker, which hold sweat, which aren't as good for high cardio. Okay. But the tops are great. And then the third favorite, which is 
Athleta. Oh, I knew. I was hoping you were going to say that because that's actually my favorite. I kind of, I haven't loved all the products I've tried from them. Mm-hmm. I recently bought this inc- incredible pair of like Derek Lamb Athleta collection leggings and they burst in the middle of the day. <gasps> class. Did but, you bring them right back? Well, they have a give it a workout guarantee. Yes. Which I love because if you wear something and you just like, it holds sweat and you're like, this is a nightmare. You can just be like, mm, this sucks. And then they'll pay you back. Yeah. So I'm, I will tell you, I switched i used to wear the lululemon um last year i was like do up basically to purge all of my workout pants and just buy a whole fresh new set um which is a little bit of what we're going to talk about today that there does there does come a point when you have to let especially workout gear go it does have a lifespan um i've never thrown out a pair of lululemon bottoms okay i mean i was really overdue for it they they were they were (laughs) And they were out of style. I mean, it was a funny thing. I, I sort of have never occurred to me that workout gear goes in and out of style. Of course it does. I'm a child of the 80s. <laughs> I remember the thong leotards. Over shorts. And, and, the, and the belts and the suspenders. The belts. The belts. I wish I would bring all that stuff back, to be quite honest with you. I look for it. I, it's very hard to find. Um, but anyway, I, I all of a sudden sort of one day was at the gym and was like looking at myself and I thought, girl... You're wearing out of style gym clothes. Oh no! Yeah, and I was like, "Well, this is really time." So I, I went and I got myself all new Athleta bottoms, and I love them. I'm yeah. really happy. They're they're cute. They're colorful. They come in great patterns. They feel really good. They've held up beautifully. Like I'm thrilled with them. But I got one pair that within a month or so of buying them, pilled terribly oh, around the, the crotch. And I thought, you know what? This shouldn't have happened. These these are virtually new. I mean, yeah, I've worn them a couple times and I've washed them a couple times, but the, you know, this shouldn't have happened. I brought them right back. They took them right back. They gave me a replacement pair. No questions asked. I didn't. I don't awesome. think I even had the receipt. They were just like, no problem. See, that's great. Yeah. So I'm I'm pro Athleta. Um, I think they have great stuff. But that's interesting that there's sort of some 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 variation in quality. That, yes. that you and I have both found. And um, often if they, I found that if exercise bottoms do pill, that they don't hold up to sweat because it's usually like a thicker, softer material. Okay. And a lot of times leggings that are not necessarily dry fit, but um, there's like a certain sweat wicking component in the fabric, which makes it thinner. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to spend a lot more time thinking about this. I thought I already spent a lot of time thinking about it. But I apparently have more to think about. Uh, okay, so on that note, let's let's talk about just the the basics of washing your workout gear. And this isn't just for women; this is for men too. I know yes. men aren't wearing yoga pants, but men are shopping at Lululemon now. Yeah, um, there's. I think Athleta has men's stuff. Does it, or is it just women's? I I want to see just women. Okay. Um, but you know, men are, men are starting to invest in more expensive gear. I think the sweat wicking stuff especially is, uh, is really popular. Yeah. So, um, and of course men have smell problems just like women have when it comes to their workout gear. That's, oh, that's yeah. universal. Um, so let's go through. There are six sort of rules. I hate giving rules. Guidelines? Guidelines. guidelines. Suggestions? Yeah. No guidelines. Okay. <laughs> Suggestions a little too loose. Uh, so here are, here are the six guidelines. Uh, they're ve- they're easy and they and they make sense when when you've had someone break them down for you. So hopefully I'm going to break them down. You're going to remember them because you're going to be like, oh yeah, it makes total sense to me. Uh, so the the first rule is turn your gear inside out before you wash it. Yeah. Um, this is actually true of all 
of of your clothes. The inside is actually dirtier than the outside. The reason is that your dead skin and your body oils oh and and whatever products you're using. You're, I mean, today it's very cold here in New York, and I'm starting to get that that itchy chappy butt thing yeah that everyone loves so much I, so i'm yeah. so i'm i'm i slathered myself in lotion which means that the jeans that i'm wearing the socks that i'm wearing the sweater that i'm wearing all of that the lotion's getting on the inside of that oh god everything is so disgusting no it's now not. i'm like oh none like, of that's gross the inside is filled with like yuck skin the outside is filled with like yuck it's other your people's skin, skin. Like, oh. it's your skin it's not yucky it's skin it's we need yucky. it not yucky. Um, so anyway, so the inside is going to be dirtier than the outside. I mean, unless you've been rolling around in mud, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be dirtier on the inside. It's especially true for what are obvious reasons when you're talking about your gym gear because there's oh, yeah. all that sweat and there's been more friction, which means more skin and more oil and all of that kind of stuff is coming off and, and depositing itself inside your clothes. So turn the clothes inside out. That is just going to allow the detergent and the water to penetrate the dirtiest part of the clothes to the, to the max effect. And that's yeah. great. Uh, the other great thing that that's going to do is it's going to help to prevent fading in your clothes because the the outside that you want to look good and if you're if you're me and carly and you wear you know cute workout gear guys we look real cute at the gym so cute don't even worry I'm about so it cute. you can't even imagine how cute i am uh i'm not cute at the gym <laughs> at but you all. have that sweet athleta wardrobe uh, yeah i do i mean my outfits are cute i will yeah. say um Okay, so so wash inside out. That's that's a great thing to do. The next thing to do, uh, also a pretty co- pretty common sense for people is to use cold water. Oh the, yeah. The reason for that is that most of your gear is going to have some kind of stretch component to it. Uh, hot water is going to not be ideal on any kind of stretchy fabrics. The other reason that's a little bit less obvious, but like as soon as you. Um, as soon as you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, of course. When you put heat in in concert with anything that's smelly, the heat is going to amplify the smells. Really? So if you think about, if you think about cooking something, oh. you know, a, a piece of raw steak doesn't have much of an odor to it. As soon as you start cooking it, it smells interesting so the same is true or you could think of it this way think of new york city in the summer yep that's yeah 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 carly already mentioned it so (laughs) it smells like pee and trash here for those of you who don't know in the winter it does not smell like pee and trash because it's cold out and the odors aren't being amplified by the temperature so uh use the cold water and we're going to circle back to that temperature thing when we talk about drying can we make we mention in general after step two that this is why you don't send your workout clothes if you are a fluff and fold person and you drop your laundry off somewhere don't don't put your nice things in there you spent so much money and the fabric is so technologically advanced and you're like "Mm, screw it put it in the dryer yeah but you can give them instructions people thought i also don't trust anyone i treat my leggings like they're just like my two-legged children well i guess everyone has two legs like children okay but that's fair yeah i i don't i mean i don't send my laundry out you're preaching in the choir here i don't send my laundry out but i mean i you know i just some people don't have the time. Some people don't care as much as we do, and that's okay. They're I allowed to not care. Honestly, cannot imagine so much. caring less about this. I mean, I care so much. I cannot imagine. I know. I know. You and, you and me both. I know. And like but, that, but, and like but they it's don't, just, they it's don't just reality. Carly, not everyone cares the way we care. Oh, you guys. Um, okay. So here's here's one other thing. Don't use so much detergent. 
So I talk all the time about over detergenting. And I, and I know people probably are tired of this, but I, I talk about it because you're all doing it. Um, and, I, and I'm not mad that you're doing it because I understand why. It's tempting. First of all, it's very easy. Detergent manufacturers make it easy for you to use too much of their product. Oh, yeah. Why do they do that? They have a vested interest in doing that. The more you use, the more you have to buy. They make it easy. Fill lines are impossible to see. That's on purpose, guys. Come on. And it's smart. Oh, no. But you're smarter. You're smarter. So you're going you're gonna to bust those detergent manufacturers and you're going to beat them at their own game and you're going to be really careful about not using too much detergent. The other reason you don't want to use too much or that it's, that it's easy to use too much detergent is that it feels like more detergent should equal more clean. Seems logical. Yeah. It's actually that the opposite is true. If you use more detergent, it's not going to get washed out. The, the washing machine cycle is a set amount of time. So in the set amount of time that the rinse cycle goes for, if you if the if the clothes are filled with suds, they they can't be treated to two rinse cycles. They're only going to get the one rinse cycle. And if there's too much suds, then it's not all going to come out. And then your clothes are going to be dirty. If you think about a plate, if you wash a plate and you put it in the drying rack and there's still soap on it, would you consider that clean? No. You would consider that dirty. Still got stuff on it. The same goes for your clothes. So what's going to happen if you use too much detergent is this. The soap is going to live in there. And when you put the pants back on, it's going to mix with your sweat and your body oil and all of that stuff. And it's going to create a really, really nice welcoming home for bacteria. Because bacteria wants to feed on something. And it's going to feed on the soap. It's going to feed on your dead skin. And it's going to make matters worse. So don't use too much detergent. That's a bad thing to do. Um, I think actually, Carly, yes, I'm going to say before we get to the next three guidelines mm-hmm. that we should take a break because we chatted a lot. So let's take a break now. Okay. And then when we come back, we're going to finish the guidelines and then we're going to try to figure out the solution to the dreaded what to do in between gym day and wash day. Uh, we will be right back in a moment with more on dealing with stanky gym gear. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. And this break song is called Novella Glass City by my friend Nair. That's N-I-R-E. Look her up. She's great. We'll be right back. by the finely crafted tools built at the hands of friends in and around custom knife making and with a love of all things food Abe Shaw began forging a collection of culinary tools unlike any other collecting and working with custom and handmade knives for over a decade Abe has developed a deep respect and admiration for the artists metalsmiths woodworkers and craftspeople behind the endless interpretations of these ancient tools that feed us the most intimate tools in our lives they needed a showcase and eating tools was born The curated collection of unique and extraordinary handmade culinary utensils you'll find here, along with a hand-picked selection of top-quality production-made pieces, represents a catalog of products never before assembled in one place. Many of these products can only be found at Eating Tools. 
Food, cooking, craftsmanship, and art are their ingredients. There's no substitute for having the right tool for the job, and Eating Tools promises to bring you just that. They think you'll agree that the food-loving visionaries behind each of their products has an eye for the tools we use every day. For more information, visit eatingtools.com. Hello, and welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. My guest today is Carly Weisel. Hi. Hi. We've been talking about gym gear. So yeah. much gym gear, so much sweat and dead skin. Stinky, stinky gym gear. Yeah. Yeah. So gross. Uh, okay. So I was going through the guidelines uh, of washing gym gear. So so we went through, just to recap quickly, uh, wash your garments inside out, mm. use cold water, don't over detergent, don't over detergent people gonna make your gear smell worse yeah and it comes out like feeling weird yeah it's gonna be crunchy kind of gross yeah don't do that okay now here are the big guns this is the big guns okay the big guns is you also probably want to add an odor eliminating laundry booster to your wash what 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 are those, Jolie? Okay, those? so laundry boosters, it's, that's like an umbrella term for add-ons. Anything that's not your detergent is going to be a booster. So there, there are boosters for whitening things. There are boosters for stains. There are boosters for keeping dark clothes from fading. And there are boosters that help to eliminate smell. So now my favorite one should be no surprise. I love the white vinegar. So white vinegar, here's how you're going to use it in the wash. And it really does work. I really do use this. I mean, this is like, this is a thing I live in my own life and I really recommend to people. So here's how you're going to do this. You're going to use for a regular sized, regular smelling load of gym gear, a half cup is fine. If you've got a set of of old yoga pants that have taken on a perma stench and you need to do like a heavier duty triage thing here, go for a cup. But for regular, you can use a half a cup. And what you're going to do is you're going to put that half cup to one full cup of white vinegar in the wash during the rinse cycle. You can do this in a couple of different ways. You can, yeah, whoa, (laughs) whoa. You can add it in at the end. Like if you're at a laundromat and you're sitting in your waiting, when the rinse cycle indicator comes on, just go and like pour your, your. In the drum or in the pulley thingy? In the in the compartments. So regardless of whether you have a top loader or a front loader, there should always be a compartment of some sort mm-hmm. for fabric softener. And the fabric softener compartment is what you want to use. And the reason for Ooh. that is, and, and this is how you're going to do it at the beginning of the wash if you want to just like set it and forget it, basically. Um, you're going to put the vinegar in the... Um, fabric softener compartment that will automatically release during the rinse cycle. That's when it's going to come out. So, I mean, you have to know your machine and there are so many different configurations. I don't want to spend too much time going through all that. Just know half cup vinegar in the rinse cycle. That's going to do you great. The smell by the time the spin cycle finishes, the smell should already have dissipated. There may be, you may get a little whiff of vinegar when you open the machine, but as the clothes dry, whether you air dry them or whether you machine dry them, that smell is going to dissipate. So don't worry about your clothes smelling like salad dressing because that's not going to happen. The smell will, will, will really go away quite quickly. Um, it will also take with it any of the bad smells that you don't want. The reason that, that vinegar works as an odor neutralizer um, is that the that odors are base 
and vinegar is an acid, obviously. And Ooh, it's so like they it's cool. It's science class all over again. And so they interact and they and they end up um, canceling one another out. And then you get neutral clothes, um, which is what you want, because then they won't smell. So there there is my big recommendation. And the reason I recommend it is because it's cheap. You can find it everywhere. It's easy. You know, it's cheap. It's super cheap. And it works. It works. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Great. But some people don't like vinegar, and that's fine. So there are a lot of other things you can do. I will say, I personally, I did it once, and I did it incorrectly. Okay. Everything smelled like vinegar for a few weeks, but... I just, I know, clearly it is. Okay. Right. <laughs> did you put the whole bottle of vinegar in I don't there? know. I, I think I soaked it. I don't know what I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. But I did recently buy the laundress's vinegar. Oh, the scented vinegar? Yeah. And it smells like a, it smells like a goop, like can folk bouquet. It smells like wonderful. So Interesting. So if I, if I mess that up, at least it'll smell like flowers. That's true. So if you're a little like, that sounds cool, but I don't think I can handle it. Then just like pay out the nose for the scented vinegar and you're good. <laughs> Don't pay out the nose for scented vinegar. I like you paying guys. for like neurotic comfort. Okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that one. <laughs> I'm gonna drop it. I don't think you guys should do that. Um, if you hate vinegar, here's another super easy, super cheap, super easy to find, totally works thing: baking soda. Oh yeah, baking soda. So with baking soda, same thing. Half a cup will do you. Um, that you can actually just chuck right in with the laundry detergent right at the beginning. Cool. Yeah. So that's gonna be great. In, another in, like in. In the detergent? Yeah, you use it just like a powdered detergent. Just consider it just like you would consider a powdered laundry detergent. And add it like, the so same if you have like would. a liquid. Yeah, you're going to add your detergent, whatever. It doesn't matter what your detergent is. Okay. Whatever your detergent is, you add that. And then you also add baking soda as if you were adding a powdered detergent. In the same compartment sure. or one of the other yep. ones? Oh, like, yep. a, like if you're having yogurt and that is your berries. Sure. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, one other one that is uh, falls into the booster category that's great. There are a lot of them, but I just want to like give you a couple of names here, is Borax, which probably people have heard me talk about before. Um, that's another laundry booster. One of the great things about Borax, and this is also true of the baking soda, is that they both have whitening powers. So if, you've, if you do, like I wear a lot of white tank tops to the gym, um, and so they get stanky. And also they kind of get grungy looking. So they'll, that, yeah. that will brighten it back up, which is really nice. Now, if you don't want to fuss with all that, and I totally understand if people don't want to fuss with all that, there is another option. Um, and that is just to buy a sports detergent. There are I just tons. Did this. I just did this. There are tons of these on the market. Um, and if you are a person who regularly works out, and if especially if you're in a household where everybody's working out and you have you know, a dedicated load of gym clothes a week. I mean, we, between my husband and I, we, we have a dedicated load of just gym clothes a week because yeah. we go to the gym five to six days a week. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> on, a, on the good weeks. No, no, we really do. We're, we're, we're diligent about the gym. So um, you can get a sports detergent. I did uh, search on Amazon because this week's racked column, my racked column, out damn spot, is about this subject. It's about cleaning gym gear. All these rules will be in there. That will run on Friday on Rack National. Um, so if you want the written version of this podcast, uh, check that out. And so in the course of putting that together, I search on Amazon for sports detergent. Um, I already know a whole bunch of brands I like, but I always like seeing what comes up new. And um, there were 422 results on Amazon. So I actually just linked right to that. And I was like, have at it. Pick whatever looks great to you. But here are a few uh, brands to look out for. First, Tide Sport. Tide is a great laundry detergent. Tide Sport. Great laundry detergent. That's going to do you very well. Uh, there's another brand called Win that gets high marks. People really like that. Um, it's also nice if you are like a competitive athlete, I guess. Maybe you <laughs> want your your detergent to be motivational. Um, there's another brand called Sports Suds. And one of the things that I like about Sports Suds is that they offer the packets, those little laundry pods. Oh. Um, and so that's convenient for some people. It's convenient. Yeah, you don't if, have to carry a whole thing to the exactly, laundry. Exactly. So that's that's one thing to look out for. But really, I mean, 422 options out there. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sure a lot of those are duplicates. But anyway, I thought that was I thought that was funny that it returned so many, so many results. Um, okay. If you do nothing else, follow this guideline you know what i'm actually gonna go ahead and say this is a rule oh i if this is what i think it is it's a rule do not use fabric softener on your gym gear ever 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 (laughs) no liquid fabric softener no dryer sheets never ever ever here is why fabric softener is going to leave behind a coating on your gym gear it is going to make the fibers less penetrable i have a hard time with that word penetrable yeah but I have a hard time with it. Um, more impenetrable. How about that? I also have a hard time with impenetrable. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to make the fibers not like, <laughs> let's say that, water and, and detergent. It's like it's going to act like a barrier to the water and detergent, which means that the fibers aren't really going to get clean and they're going to stink, sink, sink. It's also going to build up over time and make that wall like it's going to turn into the Great Wall of China. So do not use fabric softener. The last one. This is your favorite. This is the one one I'm waiting for. Don't dry your gear on high heat. Don't even dry your gear on medium heat. If you're going, if, if. We're going to get into why Carly loves it so much. Oh if you are going to machine dry your gym gear, low heat. That goes back to the thing I was saying about the cooking your clothes, the steak metaphor. Um, yeah. When I and I have had this happen, I have taken clothes out of the washing machine. They've smelled clean. I've put them in the dryer and they have come out stinking, stinking, oh. stinking, stinking. Really, really, really bad. Yeah. Yes. This it's always my husband's gear, um, and I'm I'm gonna be a loyal wife and not tell you what this what the smell smells like to me, but it's not nice. Um, and like I've had I've had loads. Is it poop? No, it's not. Okay. No, um, I've had loads come out where like everything comes out smelling like it. So no high heat. I've never put workout clothes in the dryer. Okay, so now now we're gonna get to (laughs) now we're gonna get to Carly's sweet spot here. Oh my! Carly, in addition to being uh, an exercise aficionado and a womanhood aficionado and a Disney aficionado, 
is also a hang drying aficionado. Oh, man. She is like a relentless hang dryer. So ideally, if you have the setup for it, I mean, yes. I, I kind of don't. I launder at a laundromat and I also just don't have a lot of space in my apartment. But if you have yeah. the setup for it and you can hang dry your gym gear after it's been through the washer. Look, first of all, it's not going to be soaking when it comes out of the washer. That spin cycle is fast. It gets out yeah. a lot of water. Um, if you can hang dry your clothes, that's going to be the best thing you can do for them, not only for the smell situation, but to extend the lifespan. And if you're talking about Lululemon, yes. even if you're talking about Athleta, which is much more reasonably priced, but still so not cheap, you're talking about a, an investment that you're making in your workout clothes. You want these things to last for a good long while. Absolutely. Um, if you're spending over $100 on, on yoga pants. I mean, I last night when I went to bed, I was wearing old Lululemon pants that are like the Wonder Unders, which is a different fabric, which is a more like it, it's a thicker fabric. So it holds sweat more. Mm hmm. I bought those, I think, 11 years ago. Oh, my goodness. And they're barely pilled, and they're still nice. That's because she's air drying. Yes. Uh, so now, so we, Carly and I, I should say, we, we, had, a, we had a date last night. Um, it was nice. It was really nice with our, with our editors at Rack, Julia and Meredith, who have been on the show. And Mer- Meredith is going to be back later in the season to talk with me about um, cleaning sex choice. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> preview of what's to come yeah that's our that's our valentine's day out damn spot column is sex toy cleaning and she's going to come and do a companion podcast episode with me for that so very exciting so so we were four of us were out at girl racked girls night out it was great um carly carly got into talking about all of her various drying rack setups so i made her promise that she would that she would describe uh and this is this is a um a family trait also. Yes. So why don't you tell us about your, your mom in the drying racks? Oh, I would And then I want you to describe the, the drying racks that you use um, so that people can have an idea. And okay. I'll talk about some, some tricks that I use in my tiny apartment. So honestly, so for tiny apartments, I actually, if you have a shower with a bar, yes, which a I lot do. of times in New York, people sometimes don't have, like if you have like a glass door and it's old, where it's just like a glass cube. Yeah. That that's when you need a drying rack the most. But I mostly prefer hanging my clothes in a shower. Yeah. And that's what I do. And I think we actually probably do the same thing. So here's the I do. This is what I do for my bras because I hand wash my bras at home and I and I air dry them. Uh, Don't put your bras in the dryer. That's separate of this topic, but do not do it. Um, So what I do is I use, you know, just the plastic hangers, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, sturdy plastic hangers. You don't want to use metal for this. Um, and I hang the clothes that need to dry across the bar of the hanger and then hang yes. it on my shower curtain rod. That's exactly what yeah, I do. Yeah, and that's what you do. So I, okay, uh, I'll start from the beginning. I was raised in a household where I, the women do laundry one way and the men do it another way. So I, my mom and I, so my mom had like a, a rod above the laundry machines and she would hang all of her stuff to the point where I learned to hang all of my stuff. And she got territorial, so she put her initials on every single hanger. On all the good plastic hangers. All the good plastic hangers. (laughs) And she would leave us all of the wire hangers from the dry cleaners and be like, it's the same. It's not the same. So to this day, I have literally, I took them out last night at midnight. I have hangers with AW on them in my shower. Oh my gosh. Because I stole them. I was like, you, you don't, you don't get to call all the You don't get to hoard all the good hangers, mom. So, and and the thing is, you don't want to use wire hangers for this because the wire hangers can, the, if they're, if they're painted white, the, the paint can come off. If they're, if they're straight metal, the, 
combination of the water can cause rust. Yes. It, they're, they're also very thin and they're going to make marks. You on either the need con- a, a plastic, like a shirt hanger or one of those plastic tube hangers if you want to hang something over like a pant. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So if you do have the space for it, however, go ahead and get a good drying rack. Yes. We, were, we were talking last night um, about Car- Carly's sorority house. Uh, in the laundry oh room, she said it was basically like an air drying like it was a festival. facility because <laughs> we had like two washers and two dryers and then an entire basement of just like previously abandoned drying racks Amazing. and they were all the I believe it's a either like an eight dowel or an eleven dowel that they sell at the container store. Yep. If you if you're picturing a drying rack, it's probably it's, the one from the it's what you're store, picturing, yeah. Where it's just like some wood stuff to hang things. And at. then what Carly has now, oh my so God. she I made her send me links. I'm like send me links of all of these drying racks so I can see them. Carly has you guys first of all a fifty dollar drying rack, which I think is amazing. I, you have like the Rolls Royce of drying racks. I am very happy with it. I did a lot of research. I I do I will. It's I believe it's called. It starts with an M. It's called the Minx. Mink. Minky. Minky. That was what it was. Minky. Minky. Which makes it so sound was, like real fun, but it's not. I was looking at it this morning like two sips into my coffee. It's so, it's so great. They um, they sell you wheels to attach onto it. The wheels, uh, I, I do not like. I like it. Prefer it without. Okay. But it basically, it folds out in four directions mm-hmm. and it has four tiers. Yeah. So I can hang two loads of laundry on it at a time. Yeah. The, it was I a do. serious drying rack. It was a serious drying yes. rack. Yes. This is like a part of my life. People who have loved me and lived with me know this drying rack. Like it, you can't, you can't just like throw these things in the dryer. Yeah, I will, I, I will it. preach about it. It's very important. If you're going to invest and you're going to wear them a lot and you want them to hold up, you have to hang, you have to hang dry them. Yep. And I getting get a little thing that folds and goes away in your closet is ideal. Yeah, exactly. I think it's great. It's a lifestyle choice. I think it's genius. Yes, it is indeed. Um, listen, we we are like bumping up against the end of this episode, but I really, really want to talk about... I never want to leave. This. I know. Well, we'll run a little late today. It's okay. Um, everyone can bear with us. This is important stuff, right? You're learning a lot. So I, I do really want to get to this reader question. Yes. Um, I want to get to this question of what you do in in between working out and laundering. So I'm going to have Carly read the question from Mara. Uh, and then we're going to talk Mara. about what we do and, and come up with some ideas. Okay. Mara writes, Hi, Julie. My husband never skips a day of weightlifting. Oh my God, he must be so fit. He comes home covered in sweat. This sounds like a, like it's getting racy. He works out so much. He's covered in sweat. Okay, anyway. Uh, we tried hanging his clothes to dry in the bathroom when he comes home from the gym. But as a result, we have a very stinky bathroom. And when they're drying in the laundry bin, there's still a lingering smell. Am I doomed to doing laundry every day? Suggestions would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Okay. All right. So, I know it's vexing. It's really vexing. I want to actually put out a call to our our listeners. If you've solved this problem, can you email me and tell me? Personally visit us at our (laughs) homes. (laughs) Um, So, I'm going to tell you... My my personal story, my experience with this. I live this. My husband goes to the gym mm-hmm. and he comes home wet. <laughs> I mean, like, he looks like he has just stood under a shower in his clothes. His like, are so weird. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Like, I don't, I, yeah, I just don't ever sweat that much. I don't know. But I, I don't know, maybe he works out harder than I do. Um, no, I work out pretty hard. Yeah. Um, so it it was becoming a problem. We were, the, he was taking his gym clothes off. He was putting them in the in the hamper, 
I was going to do this wash is also my and, life. and this was where I was ending up with those those loads of clothes that were coming out of the dryer and everything smelled like like it was all clean but it all smelled like mm. dirty gym gear and it was really bad and I was like I was really getting upset and I mean there was I've I experimented with separating out his clothes and my clothes because I I didn't want my clothes to smell like a gross sweaty dude yeah. it's like really upsetting for me i do not do laundry and especially because husband. i'm me um so we, we've tried i mean i've i've well, i was putting every booster in the wash it was just like this ongoing thing so finally in a fit of peak i said to him i was like all right look i'm i'm about at my wit's end with this and i need you to start doing a little extra here and the thing I need you to do is when you come home and you take the gym clothes off, I need you to hang them over the shower curtain rod Mm -hmm. and at least let them dry out before you put them in the hamper. So that is where things stand right now. That's what we're doing. And it helps, but I still do have the, the same problem as her. Yeah. Um, and it's not ideal. Now what I tried to get him to do and what is really the solution, if you can do it, I could not get my husband to do this. I'm going to maybe revisit it after this episode. And I'm not saying I don't I don't this isn't like me coming down on him. I understand why. It's just like too much. It sounds like too much. It's really not though. Here's what I want people to do. I want people to take a tip out of the out of the ladies bra advice that I always give. Take the clothes into the shower with you and rinse them. This is what I was going to say. They're already soaking wet. Yeah. Okay. You're already going to hang them over the, the curtain to dry. At least just rinse them. That is going to help. Even better, I would say, if you're already hanging them, before you get in the shower, if your bathroom sink is big enough for this, fill the bathroom sink, throw the clothes in there, and a, and a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of soap. I mean, even just use the hand soap that's sitting on your counter in the, in the bathroom. And just give them a, a quick little, essentially, hand wash. Yeah. I mean, I think that's going to... It's not going to take that much time. If you if you let them sit in there when you're in the shower, it's your it's hands off anyway. I mean, you're it's just soaking while you're showering and washing yourself. Yeah. So I think I think that's about as good as I can come up with. Here are a few other ideas. If you work out at a gym that's fancy, they may have those bathing suit dryers. Oh yeah. Um, if you work out at a gym that's not fancy but that has a pool. They may have the bathing suit dryers. And what those are, they're, they're sort of a metal box that's attached to the wall. There's a flip-up lid. You put the clothes in, you flip the lid down, and you basically push a button. And it's like a one-minute, like, super speed. It, like, whips the clothes around with heat and, like, speedy dries them. So if you can do that, it's not going to help the smell so much, except they're not going to be sitting around wet. Um, that's especially good if you work out and then put your clothes in your gym bag and kind of go about your day. Um, so look for those, maybe even make a request for one of those. If, I mean, look, if you work out at Equinox and you're paying $200 a month for your gym membership, I don't think it's too much to put a, a little note in the suggestion box. Yeah. I mean, at my little gym, I'm not going to ask for that, but it's a little gym. I paid $30 a month for it. You know, yeah. I also live around the corner, so I don't need to. Um, another thought that's kind of similar, this is like a little bit of a hack uh, if you don't have one of those those dryers, is um, if your gym has the those real powerful hand dryers, the turbo dryers, 
stick your clothes under those, oh. dry them out. So again, it's not really going to help with the smell, but it's going to it's going to dry them fast. Um, I so- tried to deep research this because I too was suffering, and what the only thing I found, I was deep in like Reddit threads from like three years ago oh. trying to figure this out, Woof. and every single person was like, "Shower in them." Yeah. Every single person. That's to bring it into the shower with you. And that's what I actually think. So Carly, uh, to circle right back to the very beginning of the show, when we were talking about your Zumba cruise and you were like, what am I going to do? I've got, you know, it's five days, but it's two two workouts a day. So it's 10 workout outfits. You're not going to pack 10 workout outfits. You might. I might. You might. (laughs) You might. Um, I might. But still, I. But what? But what I think the solution is is for you to bring, you know, a small bottle of, you know, a, a delicate detergent. Yeah. There are tons of them out there they that sell, are great. I don't know if you've ever. I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but they sell Woolite travel packs. Yes, those are great. Use. Yeah, those are great. And Woolite actually is very good. Um, I I chatted with the laundry expert from the Sweet Home about Woolite. And she actually confirmed that all the, all those dastardly rumors that Woolite is evil are so untrue, uh, that. That not only not only is Woolite good, it's actually great. She said she's she's testing delicates detergents right now. Oh wow! Um, the Sweet Home Guide on that will be up in probably the next couple months. Um, but she was able to to like give me a preview, and I have permission to say all of this. Oh. That in fact, of all of the ones that she's been testing so far, it looks like Woolite is the best. Yeah, it's which OG. is which is great because again, cheap and easy to find. You can yeah. get Woolite everywhere, and the the even the standard size bottle of Woolite is is small and light, and you could pack that really easily. Yeah, I'd and they sell it, a lot of different sizes. I'd stick it in a, uh, a Ziploc bag if you're going to buy the bottle to make sure it doesn't explode in your suitcase. But other than that, I just have the little little packets. Yeah, you have the little packets. Those are great too. Um, so yeah, Carly, I think for you, I think just bringing the clothes right in to the shower with you. Another thing to look out for. Um, um, is is if you're in this situation where you have frequently wet, stinky clothes and you're not washing every day, because who, who is, even I'm not washing every day, um, is to to really look for things that are going to dry fast. Yeah. Um, so better, thinner, better products. Yeah, thinner materials. Fat, you know, anything that's labeled fast dry. Uh, natural cotton tends to not dry super fast. So, like the the fraternity t-shirts I was talking about yeah. are not going to be your ideal ideal thing for working out. Um, but that's that's one thing to consider if you're if you're upping your wardrobe. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap up on this note that there is a lifespan. I mean, Carly takes ex- <laughs> extremely great care of her gear, and I take pretty good care of my gear too. I've I have less options for taking great care. But there is a point at which your your workout gear, it's just time to go. Um, if it's got a perma stench, if it's really pilled up, if it's out of style, if you yeah. you look at if you're like me and one day you look at yourself in the gym mirror and you're like, oh my god, I'm wearing outdated, yeah, flared yoga pants. You know, like I there was a point when I was like, oh, I'm wearing my brother's high school track shorts. Yeah, not good. Yeah, there's a there is a lifespan to these things. So so don't be don't be afraid to say, you know what, this has just had it. It's time for a new one. Um, it's given you a, a good long run. A fitness you've, you, funeral. Yeah, a fitness say. funeral. You've, you've used it well. Um, so don't don't feel bad about saying it's time to put this this pair of pants or the sports bra out to pasture. Yeah. Um, so on that note, it's time to go. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. We got to go work out. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to my guest today, Racked Fitness columnist Carly Weisel. To my engineer, Jack Inslee, and to our sponsor, Eating Tools. 
Today's music was provided by Rectech. If you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing on Acast or iTunes. Please also consider leaving a rating and telling some of your friends about this weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. (laughs) And of course, thank you to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.